the U.S. or NATO respond with military action if he did use chemical weapons? We would respond. We would respond if he uses it. The nature of the response would depend on the nature of the use. Joe Biden is a great president. He is a gift. He's perfect. He's perfect for now. How high do you think oil prices can get at the pump? You know, it's conceivable that they could move higher. Freedom is back in style. Welcome the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 223. All right, day 236 in terms of Joey making the promise that uh, he wouldn't abandon Americans in Afghanistan. And we're not forgetting the people that he abandoned. He turned the page. The mob turned the page and the media. We won't. Very strange happenings today as it relates to your president. So he says, he says, so, you know, the Ukrainian people have had, uh, they have a lot of backbone. They have a lot of guts. I'm sure you're observing it. And by the way, he's talking to our armed forces in, in Europe at the time. And I don't mean just the military, which is we've been training since back when they, Russia, moved into the southeast of Ukraine, but also the average citizen. Look at how they're stepping up. Look at how, how they're stepping up. He repeats himself because he can't think of the next thing to say. And then he said this, and it's even in the official White House transcript, which I'm sure will be altered. And you're going to see when you are there. He's talking to our military. Uh, no, Joe, they're not allowed to go. Oh, but I'm the commander in chief. OK, uh, we cannot put a single American boot on the ground in Ukraine. If you want to stop Putin you can do it. The Ukrainians have showed incredible fight, amazing courage. They're outgunned, they're outmanned. Putin's army is far worse than I certainly anticipated they'd be. But they have, they have fought this battle to a standstill. Now, the cost has been heavy. The price has been heavy. The loss of human life is, we can't even calculate how, how big it is at this particular point. Have an entire city, Mariupol, has just been pretty much wiped off the, the planet. It's now rubble. Hospitals hit, schools hit. Entire You have millions of refugees racing to get out of the country. Mass graves, indiscriminate you know, bombing and shooting of innocent men, women, and children. We've chronicled all of it. What do you mean you're going to see when you're there? No, they're not going to see when they're there. The American people will not tolerate American boots on the ground in Ukraine. Now... Joey, if you want to help, step up. Give them the drones. Give them the, the missile defense systems, the air defense systems that they need. 
uh, give them the javelins, give them the stingers, let Poland or any other country give them all the fighter jets that they want to give them and let them fight the war. It looks like, based on what we're seeing, they have the ability, if they can keep it at a standstill now, then they could probably win if Europe and the United States would get their, their Adam Schiff together and get them the weaponry. They're sitting and they're having their meetings and their their lunches and their teas and their dinners and blah, blah, blah. How about they get home and get to work and and get Zelensky and company the, the weaponry they need? Now, I'm not one to say that Zelensky or Ukraine is I've been very critical over the years at at the corruption level there. I don't know as it relates to him. You know, I, I come to you on this Friday. And I, I. With a lot of disappointment in this country, I just, I'm just i just looking at the big picture here. You know, I mention every day we count down how many days since Joe abandoned Americans. Do we have that cut, by the way, of Joe Biden back in the day, what, 2007, saying it takes a year to get out? I sent that earlier. I'm not sure. There's we, a lot we, at stake in how we end this war. It makes a big difference how we end this war. And it makes a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. That was Joe Biden in 2007. You notice a difference? I mean, everyone gets on my case. Oh, you say, Hannity, you're saying our president is weak and frail and in a cognitive decline, and now Russia's quoting you. I'm like, because they know. Everybody knows. And I look at everything that has now happened in a year and two, three months now. And all of it's preventable. The disaster in Afghanistan. It was all preventable. He had the right ideas. Perhaps he forgot what he was saying from 2007. Because he's certainly not that guy today. He has no idea. And then the fear that is seems to have a grip over Joe Biden and NATO and and Western Europe. Oh, Putin might use chemical weapons. He might. Or biological weapons. He might. I can't. I don't I don't know what's in this megalomaniac madman, you know, thirsty, you know, territorial ambitions that he has and. Uh, the blood on his hands. He doesn't give a rip about innocent men, women, and children that he slaughtered in this invasion. I don't know what his plans are. The only thing is, is that threat's always existed. It's called mutually assured destruction. But it is, it is so sad as I look around and I look at what has happened since this guy became president. I mean, look, just start with Afghanistan. Start with the economy. I mean, it is God awful, and now even uh, the the Fed chair is saying this this inflation likely recession is is at least three years going to last at least three years. I'm like, are you kidding me? All of this is preventable. You know, the economy is in a God awful position. Reagan used to ask, "Are you better off than you were four years ago?" The answer was, "Yeah, we're a lot better off." Thank you.
you know, we're headed towards a uh, not only do we have the 40 year high of inflation. Yes. Months and months before Ukraine was invaded. Um, a recession. It's almost it's inevitable at this point. I can't see a scenario where we don't have it. Inflation at a 40 year high. Yeah. Before Putin invaded Russia for months. Gas prices. Yeah, they were up nearly a buck fifty a gallon on average before Putin invaded Ukraine. Um, and record high gas prices, 40 year high inflation, a disaster in Afghanistan, a disaster at our border. By the way, it's it's that time again. Now we have a border crisis is back and Joe's just going to process and release and no COVID testing, no no vaccine mandates for the people entering the country illegally. The poor and the middle class, especially under Joe Biden, it's killing them. Every American now paying more for every single item we buy. You know, that it costs almost twice as much to fill up your car than than it did under Donald Trump. Thanks a lot, Joe. How does how does that impact everybody's budget? Whatever, whatever, wherever you find yourself financially. You know, if you're middle class, you're already struggling. If you're poor, you're already struggling. It's killing the poor and the middle class in this country. There's a sort of report last week, 64% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. I've lived that life. It sucks. And it's unnecessary. We should be prospering at this time. We were energy independent. He gave that up. We were a net exporter of energy. He gave that up, too. We now pay more for every item we buy in every store we go to because of Joe's economic and energy idiocy. The climate alarmist religious cult, New Green Deal radical socialism, Bernie Biden manifesto, you name it. Thanks a lot, Joe. It's costing everybody. What does it cost to fill up the, your car? I, mine was a quarter full. I paid like 80 bucks just to fill up the rest of the I had about a quarter of a tank. Cost me 80 bucks for three quarters of a tank. So that's, I guess, 100 bucks a, to fill up my tank. You know what? You sh- oh, Hannity, you can afford it. Shut up. Okay, I can. But I live for many, many years paycheck to paycheck. It sucks. It's not fun. And so many Americans, how do you climb out of that? It's costing more to heat and cool our homes. And now Joe's talking about a nationwide food shortage on top of everything. The border's back in a state of crisis. All Joe Biden, all preventable, all fixable. He'd have to bring back the Trump policies on energy, the Trump economic policies, the Trump border policies, the Trump uh, doctrine. Uh, if, if that were in place, I guarantee you Vladimir Putin never would have gone there. But he saw Joe Biden, and it's just like when when Biden was with Obama in the White House, what happened? Crimea was annexed, and the caliphate grew out as wide as they wanted. Took Donald Trump and his doctrine to defeat it. Nationwide food shortage. If you think food prices are high now, now that we're going to have a food shortage on top of it, I, I, nobody's going to be able to afford meat. The basics. We have we have Bloomberg suggesting buy lentils instead of meat. Who the hell wants to eat lentil beans except for Linda? 
It's true. You know that. I true. like lentils. They're delicious, yeah, I but I don't do. think that people should be subjected to them because we have a president who is feckless and unorganized and unable to run the country. If Donald Trump's policies were in place, none of this would have happened. There's a lot of buyer's remorse out there. Uh, our friend Robert Cahaley at Trafalgar pointed that out. We have this new war in Europe. Joe Biden is is just they're all all even European leaders, except, you know, who has been really good. The, the Polish president. But what's his name? Dota, Dada, whatever his name is. He's been pretty good. And Putin's noticed it. Now he's threatening Poland. But all all Europe needs to do is warp speed all of the weaponry and get it into Ukraine as quickly as possible. You know, and and you have to fight it to win it. If you stop Putin here in Ukraine, guess what? We won't have to worry about the Baltics and Poland and other surrounding nations. God only knows. And then here's the worst part to me. This is like depressing to me. The worst part is he's about to do a deal with the Iranian mullahs that will provide them tens of billions of dollars in monies that have been sanctioned that they don't have access to. He's going to allow Vladimir to build Iran, a $10 billion nuclear plant. You can't make this up. And we're going to make the Iranian mullahs rich again and import oil from Iran. And he's lifting, looking to lift sanctions on Venezuela with their murdering dictator thug for the purpose of importing energy from Venezuela. I, I and, and he's begging OPEC that keeps saying no. And the UAE and Saudi Arabia are basically saying, F you, we're not taking your call because you're doing this stupid deal with Iran. And Donald Trump was able to unite the Saudis, the Emirates, Jordan, Egypt, the U.S., Israel, all against Iranian hegemony. That's what he inherited. An alliance that nobody thought possible five or six years ago. But Joe, according to America's back and America's better than ever. I don't know what he's smoking or what drugs he's getting, but none of that is reality. None of it. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Just ask yourself what's going well. Where do you have your trust, your faith, your belief? And it's not just Joe Biden. It's not Sippy Cup alone. Good grief. I just, every time I see him, I like cringe with humiliation and embarrassment. Uh, then we got, oh, we sent Kamala Harris abroad. Ukraine is a country in Europe. Russia is a bigger country that's next to Ukraine. Russia is a bad country. They invaded Ukraine. Okay, any more questions or the, you know, the, 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 the laugh the bizarre laughing at the most inappropriate moments. You get that, too. And and we talk a lot about the passage of time and the, the passage of time. And with the passage of time, ha, 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 and the weird laugh and the passage of time. And you think it can't get any worse. Then Nancy Pelosi is as incoherent as Joe Biden. Number one, two, and three in line for the presidency. And I'm like, God help us. But what's going well here? The, the, the bottom line is none of it is going well. Now, the only re, the only thing that's going well is when we're arming the Ukrainians, they're fighting like hell. You know, then yesterday we had a mess up. Remember the minor incursion 
comment of Biden about Russia invading Ukraine. Oh, well, it depends if it's a minor incursion. Now he makes the same stupid mistake when asked about a chemical weapons attack, which would, by the way, impact other European countries. His answer is, well, d- d- it depends how bad the chemical weapons attack is. Oh, is that is that the standard? Is that your red line in the sand? How can this guy is so weak? It is it is so humiliating. And and if I'm Zelensky, Zelensky is is 10 times more popular in this country than this guy. Yeah, it's just it's uh, we've got three years of this Adam Schiff. I can't believe it. I'm not in the mood for this. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, our number you want to be a part of the program. I mean, you watched this press conference yesterday. It only took, what, six questions. There's nothing that's scaring Vladimir Putin that either NATO uh, or Joey is saying. They're not scaring Putin. You know, U.S. and European Union announced joint task force to reduce Europe's dependence on Russian gas. A task force? How many months is your task force going to come to the conclusion, oh, we need to import our energy elsewhere? If you stop the money going into the coffers of Russia and Vladimir Putin, you stop his territorial ambitions. Forget the task force and start acting. It's not not complicated. They only need to do two things here. Find other sources of gas and oil and find other source and, and supply Zelensky all the weapons he needs. That's it. No need for a task force for 10 months. Good grief. Uh, Biden, by the way, snapped at two reporters yesterday. Sanctions were never meant to deter Putin. Now, there's a lot of lies they've told us. Well, we don't need to COVID test people because uh, they're not going to be here very long, illegal immigrants. Uh, They told us a ton of lies. They lie all the time to Biden administration. And so now Joey yesterday says sanctions were never meant to deter Putin. Really? Because I got him and everybody else saying that they were meant to deter Putin. Listen. The sanctions were designed in the first instance to try to deter Russia from taking further aggression, from engaging in a massive invasion of Ukraine. Why wait for those sanctions? If, that, if, if, yeah. if that's the kind of result that you could get, why sure. wait? Well, look, I mean, we, we want them to have a deterrent effect, clearly. And he hasn't invaded yet. Uh, so, look, if you punish somebody for something they haven't done yet, well, then they might as well go ahead and do it. So we've been very clear about what they are, how severe they're going to be, and we'll see what Mr. Putin decides to do. The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. But if Putin has made up his mind, do you feel that this threat that has been looming is really going to deter him? Absolutely. We have agreed that the deterrence effect of these sanctions is still a meaningful one. As well as our efforts to uh, both try to deter Russia uh, through sanctions. The president believes that sanctions are intended to deter And in order for them to work to deter, they have to be set up in a way where if Putin moves, 
then the costs are imposed. We believe that that is the right logic. And as a deterrent, if you pull the trigger on that deterrent, well, then it doesn't exist anymore as a deterrent. He has not conducted yet another invasion in Ukraine yet, and we want to get, we want, we still think there's time uh, to prevent that. Russia understands exactly what the scope and nature of the sanctions they will face are as a deterrent measure. Sanctions are not an end to themselves. They serve a higher purpose. And that purpose is to deter and prevent. They're meant to prevent and deter a large-scale invasion of Ukraine that could involve the seizure of major cities, including Kyiv. They're meant to prevent large-scale human suffering that could involve tens of thousands of casualties in a conflict. They're so dumb. They just did that. Now, I never said that. Yeah, you did. Everyone said it. Uh, you know, now Joey's warning of food shortage. What do you do? What are you going to do? You know, with all the talk, he might use chemical weapons. He might start a cyber war. He, he might use nukes. That's always been in the it, it should always have been in your mind that what he's capable of. He's a hostile enemy of this country. So is President Xi. So are the, so are the mullahs of the RAN. So is that murdering thug dictator in Venezuela. They're all enemies. And, you know, ICBM missile fired by little rocket man is back in action because he sees weakness. And all right, fine. You know, they're not going to do anything to stop me. You know, by the way, 60% of Russian missiles, according to one report, are failure rate. Uh, they found who they're calling the Butcher of Mariupol, the guy that just just indiscriminately wrecked and ruined and put into rubble the city. If you look at that and you look at the dead children in the street and you look at the mass graves and you look at the devastation of this country, um, it's really not about Ukraine to me. You supply the weaponry so they can fight back, A, so you stop Putin there so he doesn't have other territorial ambitions, and B, um, because we are a moral people. We're good people. And when innocent people are being slaughtered, you know, are we just supposed to sit back and do nothing? My conscience, my faith, my belief in God forbids that. I just blow them to smithereens. I wish that they could, I wish that they could go to the Kremlin and do to the Kremlin what happened in Mariupol. I'm just thinking out loud. Because that's what Putin deserves. It is evil in our time, whether you want to admit it or not. And if your eyes, if you can't see it with your own eyes, then you're blind. But I am very firm about zero boots on the ground. The threat of nuclear weapon, threat of chemical weapon, threat of cyber war, that's always existed. What part of mutually assured destruction don't people know? Biden, I'll respond, but it depends, you know, how deep he, he how much of a, a chemical attack it is. What the hell is wrong with this guy? You know, Biden insists Russian sanctions never meant to deter Putin. You just heard everybody say the opposite. You know, every single person said it. Now he's warning of food shortages in the country on top of the I go grocery shopping every week. Hannity, you do not. You're lying to I go grocery shopping every week. Do my own grocery shopping. I like to because I make my own food. I'm on a paleo diet. I make my own food pretty much every day. Every, that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I like making my own food. By the way, Harris's new press secretary, oh, deleted 10,000 tweets before taking the job. I wonder why. It's got to be a reason, right? Is this the new world order? The new world order, according to Joe, is kiss the ass of the Iranian mullahs, kiss the ass of OPEC, and kiss the ass of Maduro in Venezuela. That's a hell of a new world order.
Meanwhile, you know, Canada's begging to give us more energy and was too stupid to take it. Uh, and we should be building that Keystone XL pipeline, get it done with it in less than a year, according to the premier in Alberta. Um, anyway, the reason that Biden snapped at the reporter for asking if the actions will have impact on Russia changing course and snapped at another reporter that sanctions would never deter. I mean, how, how many more times do we have to prove that Biden is a liar? But he'll send a billion dollars in humanitarian aid and they're going to set up a task force. This is not fighting a war, setting up a task force, you dumbasses. God, it's so frustrating. I cannot believe the weakness and the utter, complete ignorance and stupidity of people. I have no patience for this anymore. No, no. no. And that's why you can't have one American boot on the ground. You know why? Because we have idiots that are running the country, led by this guy that probably doesn't know that today is Friday and he should be happy. That means he's going to get his, his ice cream and get to take naps all weekend like usual. Zelensky says over 400,000 Ukrainians have returned to fight the Russians. All right, they're willing to fight. Give them the weaponry to fight. Stop Putin there. Oh, Hannity, it's none of our business. Yeah, okay. Look at the dead children. You Then if you if that's how you feel, then I'm not going to try and convince you otherwise. I'm just a believer in the Reagan doctrine. That's what Reagan did in Afghanistan. That's what he did in Nicaragua. You know, the Trump doctrine would be to just bomb the living hell out of Russia. Wouldn't be surprised. Didn't happen on Trump's watch, did it? Anyway, so this emergency summit, Zelensky's begging for one thing. Send the weapons. That's, that's what he needs. Humanitarian assistance is very helpful also. So let's see what NATO does. Let's see what Joey does. They've identified this uh, Russian military leader. They call him the Butcher of Mariupol. It's just so sad to see it. Never quite understood. The, you know, why would it matter that much to Vladimir Putin? It's unreal. Back here at home, things are not much better. I just, a friend of mine sent this, and I've been warning you about interest rates going up. Where is it? The average rate on the thir our 30 year fixed mortgage shot significantly higher today, rising 24 basis points to 4.95%, according to Mortgage Daily News. A friend just sent me, oh, by the way, this friend just locked in at 3.5%, you know, not that long ago. Um, the quicker than expected rise in rates has weighed on demand for mortgages and refinancing loans. In other words, people are believing Goldman Sachs prediction that we're going to have 11 rate increases uh, in the next two years. This, by the way, may end up being a great rate. If you haven't refinanced, you just you got to do it. And our friends at AmericanFinancing.net, they're great. And with both rates and prices considerably higher, the median mortgage payment is now more than 20% higher than it was a year ago. 20%. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. You know, somebody sent me this. In the Bible, Cain said, Am I my brother's keeper? After he killed his brother, Cain and Abel. And he's shown as heartless by saying that. You got to care when innocent people die. I'm talking about the people really care about these governments all right shortages could hit european countries and our country as well it's going to be real you know i go shopping every week and stuff that i paid five bucks for i'm now paying eight or nine bucks for because i eat a lot of meat that's what i eat 
and meat prices are through the roof. By the way, and you can't blame the farmers for vegetable prices going up either because fertilizer is three times what it used to be. We have an upside down. You know how you have an MSRP on a car? For decades, those transactions, MSRP, suggested retail price, whatever. Uh, two sides sit down, negotiate the price lower until they settle on a level. Now it's different. And just to show how much leverage has shifted from buyers to the car makers and dealers, and that's why used car prices are up. They're up nearly 40% for a used car. That's why people are getting car shield because they're keeping their cars longer and they need to be insured against, be protected against expensive repairs and being stuck on the road somewhere. Anyway, prices only go up from there because the MSRP sets the floor, not the ceiling. So uh, it, it's it's ridiculous. We're paying more for everything. 57% of U.S. households, by the way, paid no federal income tax last year. Oh, the rich don't pay their fair share. Uh-huh. Biden ex says that we got to expect this. Oh, blaming everything on Ukraine and Russia invading Ukraine. Uh, we now are watching rent prices. They're up a whopping 17% year over year. Gas prices, record highs. Uh, that impacts heating prices and cooling prices this summer for your home and everything you buy. I mean, these gas prices now, you know, new problems for consumers at the pump. I mean, people can't afford it. And now, now if you think prices are high at the grocery store now, they're only going to get higher. But they're talking now, this is now we use the never let a crisis go to wake, waste, as Rom Deadfish Emanuel would say. Stimulus checks for inflation. Here are the states planning to send money to residents. By the, uh, let's see. Georgia. Oh, well, Brian Kemp is up for re-election. Why not send $500 checks? And, and oops, just happens to coincide with election year. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. Uh, anyway, these checks represent one-time uh, tax rebates. Then you got gas cards being talked about. Then checks from uh, Gavin Newsom, $400. All of this Biden plans to gas shipments to Europe. Okay, where are you going to get it from, Joe? We don't have enough here. You're importing again. We're net importer, not exporter of energy because of your policies. Democrats propose bills to send gas payments to Americans funded by taxing the oil companies. Well, let me tell you what the oil companies are going to do. They're going to raise prices to cover the new tax, you idiots. They're so dumb. Inflation troubles persist. I think Lawrence Summers is right. I, I, it's inevitable now. Farmers paying triple epic times for fertilizer. They're saying we're not the ones raising food costs. By the way, they're right. They're not the ones. You can't blame them. They're doing their job. Interesting AOC is warning that Biden's support among Democrats is collapsing. And she literally said this is really the collapse of support among young people, among the Democratic base, feeling like they worked overtime to get this president elected and they're not being seen. It's time for this. The time for this administration, she says, is running out. He's losing the base that elected him, uh, which I'm you know, they can Democrats want to have a circular firing squad. That's usually what the Republicans do. It's good to see the shoe on the other foot for once. Uh, Congressman McCarthy says the GOP will win control of the House. It's not going to be a, a five-seat majority. I don't count the votes until they're counted. I'm a, I'm a, we're behind. You got to act like you're behind guy. And you're on your own 20, two-minute drill, no timeouts. You got to march down 80 yards, cross the plane, kick the extra point. 
Linda. I know you know what that means now. Manchin has outlined a new Build Back Better deal that's much smaller that will address climate change, prescription drug prices, and deficit reduction. In informal talks, he's outlined a deal that would include $500 billion for climate and $1 trillion in new revenue, meaning taxes. Iowa GOP chair argues if Democrats drop from the top of, in other words, the first caucus in election years, it's a middle finger to rural America. I agree with the Iowa GOP. I like tradition like that. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So much to get to at the top of the hour. Wait to hear James O'Keefe's story. Huh. I want to talk about power and corruption and abuse of power.